You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everyone. You are here with Michelle L. Anderson live with Love Logical, DNA Not Required. We are coming to you with a special holiday program here today, December the 23rd. Man, tomorrow is Christmas Eve. I have my lovely son here, Delon Kennedy, as my co-host today. Hello, everybody. And we are bringing you... Two times focus. Thank you. Who's here today as my guest? Let me introduce to you, Mr. Sean Coleman. Happy holidays and thanks for having me. And Mr. Jerry Grayson. Thank you so much for the invite. And they say two times focus, double the impact, double the result. Yes, yes. We are celebrating not Love Logical, DNA Not Required, with a 30 year friendship. That's a love logical brotherhood that has come together. They've taken everything that they have grown and known and built and built their own business with it. So let's let's let everyone know what two times focus is. First and foremost, we want to thank you for the invite. You're welcome. And happy holidays to everyone. Best friends for 30 years since the ninth grade. Share the same passion and helping people get to the next level. But it's been a journey. It's been a rocky journey for both of us, and we uh, stick together through it all. Been best friends, share the same, same, same passion. I mean, push each other to greatness. Uh, fallouts, no. Disagreements, yes. And <laughs> <laughs> no fallouts? No fallouts. 30 years? Okay, no no fallouts. fallouts. 30 years? No, no fallouts. How you do that? We, um, <laughs> with God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But, no, we're like, we're like-minded. Um Everything for us is coming in divine order. Mm-hmm. Um, we share the same passions, like you said, and we serve God. We have It's a need out here for what we do, and we enjoy doing it. So we look at our situations. I come from a background of I don't know who my biological father is. Okay. His All parents right. been married 49 years, so he has structure. I didn't come from that. So when we decided to go on this journey, we look at what's around us and what the youth is faced with. Youth don't always have both fathers, I mean, both parents in the home. They you don't. either have one, either the other. And back in the day when we were growing up, we saw both. So for me, um, I used to be a little upset. I'm not going to say a little bit. I used to be really upset that I didn't know who my father was and he wasn't in my life. So the trials and tribulations that came along with it were challenging. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that I take my experiences, my knowledge and wisdom and be able to pour these same things back in the youth to allow them to let them know that no matter where you come from or what your situation is, that you still can achieve and you can still dream. And I think we got to get that mindset back to letting these kids know mm-hmm. that they're loved. And no matter what's around you, you can still go after your dreams. Love logical. Love logical. Yes. Absolutely. Two absolutely. times focus. We have stayed together twice. Yeah. We both have two boys okay. and a girl. Mm-hmm. The youngest child is a girl. 
we've been in management positions in the automobile field, so that helped us to learn and deal with different personalities. Okay. And uh, we both work together. So we, when I say we push each other, we push each other. Get That's on my awesome. nerves sometimes. But, <laughs> That's but what I, brothers do, though. Yeah, but I take it. I take mm-hmm. it. I might not take it in right then, but a couple of days later, I say, Sean, look, we're going to do it this way. You're right. And that's the beauty of it. That's it's called brothers. teamwork. That's brotherhood, yeah. isn't it? Iron mm-hmm. sharpen iron, it does. And we're not trying to make just the popular decisions. We're trying to make the necessary ones. And it's not about being right or wrong because everybody has a different perspective. It's about having everybody look at both sides and not just having the one-sided, one-sided, one-track mind mm-hmm. so that we can focus on both sides so you can understand what another person's point of view is and then you can understand where they're coming from. So we're not always right, um, but like, we do everything together. Mm-hmm. We study together. We go to church together. We have our kids together. We serve God together. We do everything together. And this has always been ongoing. We just decided next year, I mean, next month will be one year for our business. But we've been doing this all our lives. So it was already ordained from God that this was the lane that we go again. And it's just a blessing to be here. Definitely a blessing. I'm truly blessed. That's my brother, like you said. Sean Coleman is, is my brother, my friend, and actually my go-to guy. Where'd you two meet? High school. school. What uh, high school? Detroit Osborne. Okay, Osborne. So East Side. Yes, East Side yes. Seven Mile. Yes. Okay. Nights for Life. Okay. <laughs> so you met in high school, and you've been together ever since. Did you meet like ninth grade in high school? Nineteen eighty nine. Yes. So wow. Nineteen eighty nine, and what drew us together was the competitive spirit we both have okay. in sports. Mm-hmm. We compete on it. Everything. Everything. (laughs) Both of us played football, baseball, and basketball. So we had the same hobbies. Mm -hmm. We had the same passion. So everything was lined up in the divine order. So competitively um, linked us together, and we've been together ever since. Wow. And and just two times focus. Mm -hmm. That's us. But it can be for everybody. It's a worldwide message. It was a blessing to us to get the brand and to create change in the community. And that's all we want to do is help help people. I want to be able to let everybody know what Two Times Focus yes, please. stands for. Please. It's two of us. And like you said, we're brothers. Mm-hmm. And the focus part is focus on your craft until you're successful. And if you do that and you put double the impact and double the, the result, result behind it. So if everybody's on the same playing field and you guys are just going off talent, mm-hmm. you can't separate yourself from the pot. So the way you separate yourself is to outwork everybody else. So that's where the double the impact, double the result come from. So... If you work twice as wow. hard, you'll definitely double your impact and double the results that go along with it. So it was just something that was given to us for God. I was listening to Les Brown this morning, and he was saying that you have to be hungry. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. You have to be hungry. And if you go and someone tells you no the first time, you go back, you know. And if they tell you no again, you go back. Because it. if what they're offering is something that you know that you need, then you keep asking. And I did that years ago. Awesome. I did that years ago with my with my with my job at mm-hmm. the at the bank. I was told that I did not have um the degree that was required to go into fraud investigations. Mm-hmm. And I kept applying anyway. Persistence. I I was persistent and it took me applying five times, being a first runner up mm. before they finally called me and said, Hey, we got a position that's open in Kalamazoo. Um, you would end up being, you know, the regional uh-huh. person. And do you think you'd be willing to move to Kalamazoo? And I said, yeah. He said, Absolutely. how soon? I said, I'll let you know Monday. 
That weekend, me and Delon went down to Kalamazoo, got a place in Monday. I told them, yeah. I already got my place, so let me know when you're ready for me to move. So you guys Amen. are persistent. Yes, yes. You have to be in anything that yes. you do in life. Um, I had a, a conversation earlier with a special friend, and mm-hmm. I was telling him that people pray all the time, and you ask God for things, and then people are waiting on God. Well, you have to understand that God doesn't give it to you when you want it. You mm-hmm. have to get it when he's ready for you to have it. Mm-hmm. But you have to continuously work towards the things that you want. You can't just stop and wait on them. You got to work. And when he sees that you're ready and he's fit, he'll bless you with those things that you ask for. Yeah. As long as they line up with his will. So just because somebody told you no, it just meaning that God was already preparing your steps and getting it ready for you. So when it happened, that's why your apartment and everything was there, because it was meant for you to have it. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. success is not easy. No. So you're going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to want that. Hey, I'm about to give up. But don't give up. You got to keep going. And that's that's our main mission to tell these kids, you got to dream again. Mm-hmm. You got to dream again. We're not ordinary. God did design us to be ordinary. He designed us to unleash the full potential and be whatever we want to be. And we all can do it. So that's what we talk about. And we also tell these kids about respect. That's, that's a big, big thing. That's yes. huge. Respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Respect your parents. Respect your elders. Respect your teachers. Respect character base goes a long way. Respect Absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Respect yourself too. Yeah. That's a big thing. You got to respect everybody around you. That's, Absolutely. After going in the military, it, it, that's I think I learned. I learned all my respect from my mom, but the military just like stacked it on because absolutely people are surprised when you show them respect, especially when yes. you're walking on the street and you, you just say hello, sir. You know, I agree. Excuse me, ma'am. Let me open this door for you. You know, like it's you got to respect the world. So the world sends that respect back at you. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. And you never know who you're going to encounter. That's true. God sends people to you all the time and send you through tests. So you want to make sure that you appreciate everybody and give out exactly what you want so yeah. that you can receive those things. And I'm a big energy person. So I'm always positive and I always try to put out positive energy and I always take the positive out of every situation, even the negative situations where you think something is wrong in this moment. But it's actually something positive on the back end. You just have to be able to grow through it. Yep. So sometimes we go through it and we don't look at the other side. You go through it, but you got to grow through it and get that message on the other end. That it was a reason that you went for that. And I think okay. people need to be able to change their mindsets. And the same thing we want the kids to do. We want to get them away from the poverty mindset of being able to limit their thinking and open up their array of thinking and be able to get the creativity back and let them be able to dream again because we should not be held back by anybody else's limitations. It's true. We're starting to do what everybody else is doing, and we need to get away from that because, like you said, God designed every one of us to be special, and we have to be able to walk in that, and we can't see it every day because we're trying to be like everybody else. So we got to let our light shine through all darkness. Learn to be individuals. I I want to say yesterday when you were explaining to me what two times focus was, you hit some key words that are very near and dear to my heart. And one of your key words is mentoring. Yes. yes. That you are out here, you're mentoring um, children within the community who you know need someone to look up to so that they can learn who they are. Yes. Absolutely. And then you told me that you're out here actually speaking. Absolutely. So you're, and you're also not just mentoring kids, but you're mentoring adults, but you're in the process of allowing yourself to be mentored as well. Absolutely. Every coach needs a coach. Every coach needs a coach. Absolutely. We yes. have mentors. We have coaches. And I can learn from anybody. Mm-hmm. I can learn from my four-year-old. We just have to listen. You know, us as men, we have to put the pride aside. 
Mm-hmm. And that's the out, hardest thing to do. That's the hardest thing it to is do. It's tough. That's what it is. Because yes. we hold so much, and when we mm-hmm. when we hurt and when we're in pain, we still want to be macho. Yep. But it's okay to release. It's okay for a man to cry. It doesn't mean you're weak. doesn't mean you're soft. It means you're a man. We have feelings also. So we also teach these kids to open up because we don't all, mind if you listen, there's a lot of stuff you didn't know because I didn't tell you. We don't always open up to our parents. Sure yeah. So that's where we come in at. That's when the village comes in at. Yeah. And we all have to work together because they all can be great. And it's not always they fought is what they're exposed to. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm going to do this until I die to change lives. This it is makes my purpose. a difference. Delon, if you can think back when you were coming up, I encouraged you to talk to other people. Yeah, because talking to other people helps you yourself grow as an individual. Yeah, you because know, I also knew yeah. I knew he was not going to tell me everything. Mm-hmm. And his dad was not you know, always around. He's around now, mm-hmm. but he wasn't always around when Delon was growing up. So I always made sure that I had good, positive male role models in Absolutely. Delon's life. Yeah. Yes. Um, Only reason I got to play football. If yeah. not, I would have never got to play football. <laughs> That's true. I was mm-hmm. on vacation. I was, I, mean, no, I was on a business trip, and yep. I came back, and one of my friends um, had signed him up, suited him up, yep. and booted him up. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't take it back. I can't take it back. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, he's got to play now. And then um, our, you know, State Trooper Frederick Hardy. Yep. You know, yep. he's deceased now. Good role model for my son. Yep. Nice. I made sure that my son had strong, positive male role models in his life, black and white, yep. because David Losey. David. David you was know? my man. And Jim, Jim Manley, even. Jim Manley. Yep. yep. And so, ladies, these men were, they were white, black, and Greek. Yep. Oh, Angelo. Um, Angelo. I used to Angelo, man. That was my man. And um, and one was a homosexual, Jim Manley. Yeah. Yeah. Who taught you a lot? So yeah. I mean, you have and you have to have strong male role models. And I know a lot of people didn't agree with the fact that I allowed my son to have a male homosexual as a role model, but he taught him a whole lot. Yeah. That's awesome. It wasn't, it wasn't even just the male role models too, you know, like having like Jan around. Jan was a, she was a sheriff deputy and she was, she was a very strong role model. She would Mm -hmm. never let me do wrong in my life. She was always push, Mm -hmm. push, push. That's awesome. You know, and that's, it's, it's all about just having strong role models in general. Yes. Rather it be male or female is having somebody to teach you that you got to set goals and you got to have that future planned out ahead of you. Otherwise you're going to just stay stagnant and float above the water. You know, sometimes you got to dive in. Yes, yes. Not not one person no. can get to the top alone. So exactly. what you guys are doing, that's why that's why there was a connection. Because remember I told you I said this is you're me. You're you're you're, you're doing yes. what I've been trying to do. When we met you for years. I felt the energy. Yeah. When you say you had goosebumps and we yeah. talked, we got the yeah. eye contact and that's all God. Mm-hmm. That's all God. Yeah. And I, I read this book, uh So You Think Yourself a Man by T D Jakes. Chapter four. God sent us all signs to all, every everyone, but we live our hectic modern life. Mm-hmm. We miss those messages and miss those signs. Yeah. It could be television. It, be, it can be something you said, yes. something he told. But we miss it because we're dealing with life. We need to listen to those messages because he sent them to us, and we need to we need to unleash that full potential and give it our best shot. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. 
That's what he's doing. And it's all to serve people, all to help people get to the next level. Because we have a story. We were kids before. Mm-hmm. You know, we did some things that we weren't supposed to do. And guess what? We're going to tell these kids not to do it. It's true. And if we plant the seed and talk to them today and they don't get it until next year, we still did our job. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the message that, that we're hearing, and it's the same theme, is teamwork. You have to have a strong team and a strong foundation around mm-hmm. you through life, through business and everything. Kids look at it through sports, yeah. but you have to be able to have a strong team around you for you to be successful. And it starts with being able to have not people around you that's just going to tell you that, what they call them, yes men. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, having yes yeah, men around yeah. you, but having people around you that's going to be able to tell you no and give you reasons why. So we have to get kids to stop thinking about being in the now and start mm-hmm. thinking about their futures again and some of the consequences to their actions mm-hmm. that'll take them off course. So the biggest thing about mentoring that I've learned is the communication aspect. You know, mm-hmm. us as men growing up, um, we don't we don't communicate. We normally keep everything to ourselves. We deal with things and there's no blueprint to really tell us how to do it. When I look back at it, I look at it as when we're boys, it's always about us. As we grow up and things, it's still about us. So once you start seeing a successful relationship, now you want to emulate it, but you have no idea how to make this relationship successful because you always been thinking about you. So once you get in this relationship, you have the same mentality. It's about me. And yeah. it takes the relationship off course because you got to be able to include the woman in there. You have to be able to have her be able equal party. And mm-hmm. how do you do that? How do you focus on her when the focus is always on you? So I think that was one of the biggest challenges of being able to open up. And then for me, not having a father in my life, uh, my biological father in my life, um, really made me shut down. But thank God that I used comedy and I was acting out in school and it was bad at that point. And mm-hmm. sorry about that. It was it was horrible. I used to be very obnoxious. I'm a witness to that. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm not to cut you off, Sean. I said in the classroom, Miss Hunt, English class, he set up in a, by her mm-hmm. the whole semester. Yeah, because he was disrupting the class, making everybody laugh, making the teacher laugh. Oh, man. But yeah. once I realized it now, God was just sharpening my gifts. I had a gift. I was just using the wrong capacity. Mm-hmm. He allowed me to be able to interact with different people. I was just using comedy as the vehicle to do it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what allowed me to be able to connect with the kids because I've been doing this all my life. And life can be serious, but we need to get that laughter back. We got to laugh. To, laughter is the cure for everything. Yeah, Having a bad true. day, you start laughing, you start feeling better. If it's you're true. sick, you start laughing, you feel better. So we need to get them to back, get back happy. So where does happiness start from? It starts from within. So, again, you need to have the right people around you to make sure when you're getting off track that they're pouring back into you so that you can get back on track. And that's the biggest thing. And kids need structure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And structure. when we look out here in the street, we don't see that positive male influence because the male's role in our community has diminished so much. Yes. So when they look out here, they don't even know what a man look like. They're looking at TV. They're looking at sports. They're looking at yeah. athletes as role models. That's not their place. Yeah. They're out there working a job. That's a job for them. Yeah. It's our place to be able to raise our kids. And I want to say out here to the ladies, it's not your fault. If the kids are acting out, come get some of this help. When we started yes. this journey, we didn't do it for money. We did it for purpose. We did it for God. We out here trying to impact lives along this journey. We want to help you. So if you need some help, please seek out some help and allow some others to be able to help you along this way. And don't beat yourself up because you're doing the best that you can. Mm-hmm. So we need Absolutely. to give women back the props that you deserve because we love you. We need you. And without you, I don't know where this world would be. So we definitely got to put women back up at the top where they're supposed to. And then things will start to fall back in place. How do they get a hold of Two Times Focus? We're going to talk about it later. But after that strong statement, how would they get a hold of you? 
Um, you definitely can uh, email us. We're also on uh, IG. The uh, website is under construction right now, but we'll provide those things when we're done. But okay. I want to touch on something. With What's your email? Email? Two times focus at gmail.com. You can re- guys can reach out to us there. Um, we do one-on-one mentoring. We do group mentoring. We do young ladies as well. We don't limit ourselves. We have a message from God for everybody to be able to receive. So if you need some help, reach out to us. And if we don't have any, um, if we're busy in that moment, we're partnering with a lot of other mentoring services. So we're going to be able to get you the help that you need. What age range are you working with? We normally go from 5 to 17. From 5 to five 17. To 17. Okay. That, was, that was the last program. but Our one-on-one they, mentoring. Uh, actually, we've mentoring. Uh, I think the oldest guy we mentor so far is 24. 24. So we mentoring young adults as well. Yeah, once you start mentoring, um, that mentorship grows as the as the youth grow into adults. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, so you may start at five, but that five year old eventually may turn around and be twenty five and still be a part of your life. It's a I was I was looking at your Instagram and I saw different events that you've done through the year with kids. Can you share some of the events that you've done through the year? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh shout out to Just Because We Care, Demetrius King. We partnership with uh, his mentor program. Okay. And uh, that was an age group on Saturdays from 5 to 17. And parents, please, I know you have a hectic, hectic, hectic week, but bring your kids out. We feed them. We teach them. We have fun. We expose them to different things. Bring your kids out. I'm reaching out to the parents. Bring them out. Please. It's necessary. We got something for them. Mm-hmm. We also partnership up with uh, Victor Robinson. Peace Players International, and uh, we do it through basketball because people, like you yes. said, they yeah. love sports. They do, yes. But we teach teamwork, we teach social skills, and we have them elaborate with, with just open up, open up, and be mm-hmm. a team and be a, be a family together. So we're doing a lot of stuff out here, and we just started. But whatever, whatever you need as far as your children being mentored, give us a call. Give us a call. We're also uh, partnered with Raising Leaders as well. That's another program that we're out here partnering with, and they're doing good things out in the community. Um, one of the workshops that we did, it was an entrepreneur workshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked to the kids, and they told us their favorite athletes, and we got a little change of mindset going. So after they told us their favorite athletes, we start asking about ownership. Who yes. are the owners to these guys? Mm-hmm. So yes. Steph Curry, LeBron James, who are the owners? So the kids didn't really know. And we had to get them to change their mindset and not just try to limit themselves to being an athlete because you can get hurt and all those things. But you can reach higher than that. So what about the guys that's cutting those guys? Check. Yeah. So we ended up doing the entrepreneur workshop. Uh, workshop. Shout out to Cust- Detroit Custom Meat T-shirt shop. We took them up there. He ended up taking them in and showing them how to make their own personal T-shirts. And we took them to a tour. And it was a great experience. But I think we have to let them know that. They don't have to go out here and just get a job because that's not what God designed them all to do. That's some the truth. of them. So we have to be able to allow them to find their own way. And we don't want to limit their thinking. So we just want to be able to change their mindset. And I think that's the biggest thing that we really want to do. Impact them by changing their mindset and let them know they're not alone. And at the same time, we love them. We definitely love them. Love that's them. why we not, no one is going to ever be left behind when it comes to us. It's not about money. It's not. We want to impact. He said plant those seeds. That's what we want to do. We want to plant seeds. And we want to be able to see some of these young men come back later on and Absolutely. say, you impacted our life. And it's going to feel good for us. But we all know that that came from God. So we want to make sure that we give him the glory in everything that we do because he allowed us to have this platform to be able to reach these young men and women. And something okay. you said yesterday. Yes. 
the connection is, and I'm smiling because we're going to work together. Mm -hmm. It's a lifelong connection right here, relationship. Exposing these kids, Mm -hmm. taking them to farms, taking them to something different to expose them so they can learn new things. Oh, yeah. You got to take them to the farm every once in a while. I went to the farm when I was younger. We need to teach them about nutrition. Oh, man. Let me tell you, you got to teach them about nutrition. My son's lost 100 pounds. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, when it comes to nutrition, nutrition is the most important thing, one of the most important things in your life, you know? Healthy mind. Yeah, healthy mind, healthy body. It helps cleanse your soul, man. I just drank a detox drink all week this week. And it's our kids don't know, you know, especially growing up in Detroit. It's a food desert. Yes. You know, like I'm glad you just said that. And people out there that's having trouble with your weight and you're not sure exactly where to go. Can you give them a blueprint on how you lost 100 pounds or how long it took you to get there? Because you can't always uh, work out because of your schedule, but you have to be able to commit. It's honestly, honestly, let me tell you, man, like when it comes down to it. I'm a little lazy. I, I don't like to work out. Yeah, I, I don't even lie, man. You know, I'll go work out maybe once, twice a week. You do yoga. But that's about it. I do yoga. That's a awesome. workout. I do some things at home rather than constantly going to that's the great. gym. But it's about what you eat. You know, I mm-hmm. did give up meat, you know, and that was that was one of the biggest things in my life that I had to do is I gave up awesome. something that I absolutely loved, Love. which mm-hmm. was some chicken, you know. like mm-hmm. yes, yes. You know, I wasn't really a steak person, but I did like to eat some spaghetti and chili mm-hmm. every now and then. And I just giving up those meats and finding the alternative alternative way to make them you know it's it's really helped me i would say pinterest is anyone's best friend when it comes to losing weight because with pinterest you can not only find the the recipes and everything else it'll it'll help teach you on this is what proper nutrition is you know um i would say like you can actually beat a lot of different diseases that we have out in this world today through just nutrition. I love it. That's what I learned in Colorado, Mm -hmm. you know. They don't necessarily put everybody like in chemotherapy right away in Colorado, they'll say, Hey, have you tried some alternative things like becoming a vegan? Right. You know? Oh, wow. I love that. Yeah. You know, and it's because the cancer feeds off of like the sugars and all the different Uh bad things that you put into your body as Americans. So they switch it up a little bit and they actually say, Hey, try this first. And it it saves people. Well, congratulations, brother. Absolutely. It's it's just about eating right you know i still eat the same things everyone else does i just make it all from vegetables you know I'll vegetables and fruit vegetables substitute. fruit yep i'll make pizza instead of using dough i use a uh, cauliflower crust okay you know and, and we got to get away with i know a lot of people think that when they go to restaurants they're supposed to have a big plate of food i know when we were coming up they used to tell us to clean our place yep. you got to stop overeating yeah. just eat to get you don't have to overeat you can get actually satisfied and that full. shows you his weight loss wow you look like a different guy. <laughs> you look like- <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question, brother? Yeah. Do you share this story? Because people need to hear this. No, not really. You know, I just kind of keep it to myself. That's you know, well, that, somebody, that's your te- to somebody needs to hear this. Absolutely. Yeah. To motivate them to yeah. say, oh, I can do this. And, and that's what the whole, whole object of this all, because we have sh- stories to share. Yeah. People need to hear what we need to talk about. We just talked about this yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about when people get off work. How tired and exhausted they are. It's not yeah. just coming from work. It's coming, it's coming from the from things that you eat. put in your body. True story. True so, story. I just shared um, the lines before and after photos with, with Two Times Focus here. And they were both shocked. And I will put it on my Love Logical Facebook page as well as my Instagram page so that you can see. But my son challenged me back in April to um, go vegetarian. 
for 28 days Mm -hmm. and I did Uh it and I've been, I've been doing very well. I've been, I'm more of a pescatarian um, or either my way I say vegetarian with pescatarian tendencies because I I eat seafood probably once a week. Okay. But the majority of the time I'm eating vegetarian. How long has that happened for you? Is since April. Okay. I've lost about 20 pounds Congratulations. since April. See, that's that Thank testimony we need to hear. Yeah. yeah. I've lost it. about 20 pounds, but this is something that we need to teach our children. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. My granddaughter is five years old, and my granddaughter knows what's healthy and what's not. Yep. She knows oh. how to eat. That's awesome. My daughter's you know? the same way. Yeah. She's and four. it's important. That and we teach our children. It's about, I was just about to say, that. it's about what we do. Yeah. And you bring in the nutrition into your mentoring program. That actually is um, something that is not of the norm within it's a true. mentoring program. Mm-hmm. That's very true. You know, you hear so much about, um, you know, just the educational pieces, mm-hmm. but you don't hear the nutritional piece. That's so a huge I part want of it. to give you uh, a big shout out for that. Thank, Thank you. you. Because our that. children do need to learn. Because, you know, most of us who have are predisposed to being overweight, which I am, mm-hmm. you know, who are predisposed to being overweight, it comes from growing up as children and not really learning how to eat yes. properly. Yeah. Because in the past, you know, when I was growing up, it was a meat and potato society. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's you know, the truth. and Very also, true. you know, for those of you who are listening, who are Outside of the African-American community, what you don't understand is in African-American community, chicken is the major staple for for black family homes. Pork chops. And and pork, Uh you know, so and mostly fried. Yes. And Mm -hmm. people have been growing, learning and changing that mindset. Yes. So we really need to make sure that the kids are getting that message. Everyone, I had um, someone, my friend's aunt made um, catfish for me in her air fryer last week. And it was good. I I can testify to that. Um, I love fried food. And it was so hard to get away from (laughs) God led me to this air fryer. And when I say it changed the game, it definitely changed the game. I have all the benefits of eating the same thing just without any grease. Okay. Yeah. I don't feel the same after I eat it, though. It's still crispy. It's still juicy. But there's okay. no grease involved. So I was a great investment. I wasn't a believer at first. Mm-hmm. Sean introduced me. I said, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Air fryer, man. It's not going to taste like no fried chicken. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. He said, come on and try it. I said, you cook it. I'm not even going to try it. It's going to be all soggy. <laughs> so I when definitely I, did it for him. When I ate it, I was like, wow. You know, what's wow. funny is I had been frying chicken in the oven for years. I still do it. Yeah. It's I've been frying chicken in the oven for years, and now I don't eat chicken anymore. And awesome. I thought I would miss chicken, but I don't. Nope. I don't. The hardest thing for me is the seafood. I can't give up my seafood. You know what you said about twice twice a week? Once or twice once a or week. Once or twice a week? Yeah. It's not actually that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's once or twice a week. It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. I don't know if I want to give it up. You don't have to. But the thing is, you don't have to give up everything. You don't have to. You don't have to give up everything. It's just about eating the proper, like putting the proper nutrition, eating the proper protein, getting the proper proteins, yes. protein, protein, protein. Yes. And that's the biggest thing that we miss in our bodies is putting like the, the vegetable proteins and the fruit proteins into our system. You know, you have to focus like just getting those in there and then you can still have your chicken once, twice a week. Moderation. It, you know, it's, it's just mm-hmm. moderation. Moderation know? and discipline. Discipline. And dis- mm-hmm. it's, it's discipline. 
and it's what you are. Yep. You know, it's not the saying, if you knew better, you do better. It's not always mm-hmm. true. It's not always true. Sometimes we know better, but we just don't do it. And that's, that's shout out to RJ. It's my cousin, <laughs> Ralph Johnson. He's been a vegan for a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he, we do business with him as well. And uh, by being around him has changed my life. Mm-hmm. You know, what's really hard is when we're teaching children nutrition and we're teaching their parents nutrition, what a lot of people don't understand is the cost that's associated. Yes. You know, there's a, there are high costs associated with that. So as we're mentoring, we also have to let people know how they can do it um, on a budget. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that would be something mm-hmm. that are you incorporating that within your mentorship program as well? Well, one of the things that we're doing, and it doesn't matter how old you are, in our community it's a shortage of being able to talk about finances. Yes. So by the time mm-hmm. a kid grows up and he knows, he finds out about finances, it's kind of too late. He's already got himself in some yep. type of credit or financial problems already. So we want to be able to sure. educate them. A lot of things that's going on in schools, us as parents, we think that school is supposed to be able to provide solutions for us. No. no, that's not true. We need to be able to do some of these things at home to be able to prepare them for the, for the future. And finances is a big part of it in our community because I don't remember talking about finances. I don't remember asking my friends and talking about it. I don't, we never talked about finances. Mm-hmm. It was the same message, go out and get a job. But, well, if I'm going out and get a job and you're not telling me how to manage my money, then it's kind of pointless because as soon as I get it, it's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we definitely want them to be able to prepare them for life, not just um, right where they are now, but life down the road. So we want to definitely have that message about definitely eating uh, finances, of course, uh, your relationships that you build, not just one-on-one relationships, but mm-hmm. relationships that you have with everyone. And that's what we came back with, the respect thing. So we want to be prepared, preparing from life. And then what we do to gauge it is to be able to talk about our life experiences. Mm-hmm. So we used to be you guys. We went down the same path that you did. And these are some of the trials and tribulations that I went through. And this is how I got myself in trouble. So I'm sharing my story with you so that you don't have to walk in my footsteps. And that was the one thing that I like to talk about. So us being in Michigan, we always get snow. So either you can walk down my footsteps in the snow or you can make your own. But if you make your own, let you know that your path is going to be a lot rougher because I've already made these mistakes. So don't walk, Absolutely. Don't, don't walk and do the same things that I did. Learn from my mistakes so that you can have a better path. So, Sean, are you willing to share some of the mistakes that you've made with the audience today so that they can kind of have a little bit of a, you know, information on what you're sharing and what their kids are going to get? Because sometimes people want to hear your story. Absolutely. So they understand what you're offering through mentorship. Okay. So, um, first of all, I don't think we had that much time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's give, give us the highlights. Give us the highlights. Uh, well, early on, uh, your circle. And mm-hmm. we talk about this in mentoring as always. Your circle, who you're around. Mm-hmm. They have a direct influence on who you are and the decisions that you make. So for me, when I grew up, I was hanging out with the car thieves. That wasn't really my persona, but that's what those are the guys that I was hanging out with. So I watched these guys. I was around them and I watched a lot of trouble that got in. But I had to be my own leader. So Mm -hmm. I did get in trouble some, but I made choices on my own. I wasn't forced by peer pressure to say I'm about to start stealing cars because these were the guys I was hanging around with. I was saying, no, I'm not doing that. So uh, me being a tourist, I am strong minded and stubborn. So I put my foot down. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. So you guys take your path and we'll meet up now. I didn't really see anything wrong with it because I was a product of my environment like mm-hmm. we all are. Mm-hmm. So, But I had to be mindful of those decisions that I made. And the changing point for me when I was 17, I was faced in a situation where I wasn't sure if I was going to jail or not. And God really spoke to me and he got me out this situation. And I said from that point on that I would change my life and I would start giving 
all my work towards him. And it just my inside just changed. Mm-hmm. So now instead of me being out in the street and doing wrong and being around the wrong people, I surrounded myself with better people and I started impacting lives instead of destroying them. Mm-hmm. So and I think that was important for me, who I put myself around. And you don't get a best friend for 30 years by doing it on your own. So true friends, you're being blessed by God. So God put the right people around me and iron sharpens iron. So iron sharpens iron. That's great. Did you um what was your what was your thoughts when he was going through that? Were you with him? Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I was with him. Uh, okay. My thing was anger. I had an anger issue. Okay. And I said had. I had an anger issue. It's all growth from family and counseling and, and God okay. to get me through it. But I used to get mad quick in school, fights, mm-hmm. mad at the teacher, talking back, things of that nature. And that's why I'm huge on respect. Because I had my mother and father. I have my mother and father in a household. Strong, beautiful, loving to death. But we still venture off the wrong way sometimes. Mm -hmm. So we got to help out with our emotions when we talk to these kids. They don't know how to deal with it. That's the truth. Sometimes we don't know how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So we talk about the emotions, mental health, because what we talked about earlier, men, too much pride. We're not going to say we hurt. We're not going to say we need help. We're not going to say, oh, that girl broke up with me. I'm not going to tell you that. But we need to start talking. We need to start talking so we can know what you go through. And we can come here, give you a hug. We've been there before. We understand. And let them know that it's going to get better. And it's one thing that the kids see when we partnership with other programs. And like yourself, kids need to see us together. They do. Working together. Coming together. Working together. Yes. Because it shows them unity. You know, if you if you if you stand by the water and, you know, you try to get up to the top by yourself, you only get a drop of water. But when you have a village and you have all of us together, you get yeah, an ocean. You need that village. And it's a big ocean. So it takes all of us. Yeah. It takes all of us to do what we need to do. And we're going to have those issues. We're going to make mistakes as an adult, as kids. But we all need help. So that's what we do to come and help help them. And if, if they don't listen the yeah. first time. They're going to listen the second time. They're going to listen the third time because we're not going to stop. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing that we kind of miss is today, and we look around and we look at society and what goes Mm -hmm. on and how conflict resolution is solved. Mm -hmm. With violence. No, we got to get away from that. We can be able to agree to disagree. Our perspectives are different. You see things from one point of view and I see it from another one. We don't have to see the same things, but we don't have to use violence to be able to solve this problem. And that's that emotional part of it again, because you get mad at someone and you don't know what to do with those feelings. Mm-hmm. So we make sure that we do um, role playing. So we'll put them in certain situations and then have them be able to show us what they'll do in those situations. And we want the class. That's why we start off early. So we were able to let them see at an early age how to deal with situations like bullying. You know, bullying has to stop. For and real. People keep putting this word out here snitching. That's not snitching. You out here trying to help somebody. You never know what somebody's going through uh-huh. at home. And you if the situation know. was reversed, uh-huh. you would want somebody to stand up for you as well. So everybody mm-hmm. not strong enough to fight for themselves, but we need to be able to stand up and help and fight for them as well. I like that. You don't know what nobody's going through. You don't. So sure. be kind. Say some. Say like you said. Say hello. Might make them make make their day. You be surprised. You have to be yes. kind, and being kind is just doing God's work. We can be upset with our normal life and what we got going on, but don't take it out on nobody else. You know, be kind, help one another, help one another strive to be great. Absolutely. And that's what we're all about. I've known this calling for me since I was 15. I knew I was supposed to be talking to people. 
Not me. I'm not helping people. Not me. Absolutely not. Sean, for those of you wondering, and Jerry said, I know he's known his calling since he was 15. Sean shook his head and said, no, 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 no. Not me. Absolutely not. I did not know this was my lane. When I sat back and I analyzed it and thought about all the things that I went through and where I am now, God was just sharpening all of my tools to get me here. A lot of tools in the toolbox, but they all led to one place. So he was preparing this platform for me a long time ago, and I had no idea I was going to be here. And it's the best feeling ever to be able to walk in purpose, to impact the lives of people, and be able to get God the glory of doing that. This is my full-time job. If you're I can see myself doing anything else in life, and I love it. And Absolutely. it has nothing to do with money. So I'm led by the Spirit, and I'm happy each and every day, and it has nothing to do with money. So what I, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to do it forever. And I love it. So not, I know I'm on the right trail. So. I hear the passion in both of your voices. Sean, did Jerry's, Jerry's parents, they played a role with 30 years of friendship between the two of you. Yes. And you were saying your biological father wasn't there. Yes. Was Jerry's dad a love logical dad for you? Yes. And he still is today. Okay. Um, he has a unique story as well. And he shared his story with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing that he's not a very emotional guy. But what he is, is he's led by God mm-hmm. and he's going to tell you the truth. And sometimes we have to be able to receive the truth and not put our feelings aside because he's direct. But he's, he's coming from a good place. But, yeah, he has a, a lot of influence over me now and over the years as well. So I wasn't big on church. Okay. You know, I came up in church and my grandmother passed and uh, I got away from church. Mm-hmm. But, um, of course, God led me back. And this guy over here, we stayed together. And uh, me, him and uh, one of our other best friends, we were all together. And he used to be up reading the Bible and stuff. We used to laugh at him like, this dude is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 10 o'clock at night and you're reading yeah. the Bible. We wake up in the morning reading the Bible. We playing Madden, you know, we playing, we yeah, having fun. Yeah. He was so disciplined and structured. And the way it goes now, I look at it in reverse. And all the things that he used to do now, I do the same thing. So a uh, guy had a plan. And then now all we do is read. I don't watch a lot of TV. Um, I really don't watch a lot of TV. Sean challenged me. Always been a reader. Mm-hmm. Reading is informational. It 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 enhances your vocabulary, and you just have to. It's so important. But I always read. But he had six months ago. He challenged me, and it was a challenge. I'm doing it now to read two books a month. Okay. I said, Sean, yeah. what are you talking about, man? Let me let me focus and finish this one. <laughs> he said, No, let's read two books a month. You passing that on to your mentees and those who are We're gonna start off we starting off with the one book with them first. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna read it together and yep. we're gonna talk about it and discuss it. And I think that's what we need to do. It's not only something that we're gonna do with them, it's stuff we do in the home. Mm-hmm. So we need to be able to read and learn and grow together and be able to discuss it to make sure that they're comprehending what they're reading and getting the messages out of the book. I was um exposed to a self help book one day. And it opened up my eyes because I didn't have that father figure. But once I started reading a self-help book and I started getting a perspective from someone else, I started gaining knowledge on it. And it started just making me want more and more and more. And you just spoke of Les Brown. Les Brown is the reason I started reading two books a month. So it started off at one, of course. I worked up mm-hmm. to two and it's got to get up to three. So I'm a continuously reader, an avid reader, of course. But I'm a continuously try to Excuse make me. sure I evolve. Yes. You, you didn't tell me nothing about three. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't give you everything at once. Yeah, let me finish the process of 
completing I, two I books. I have to tell you guys what I'm seeing here. Um, there was a movie back in the day called Tap with Gregory Hines. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there was a part where the older men would be in there with each other and they'd go, they'd tap dance and they'd go, challenge! And then the other one tap dance and go, challenge! I'm seeing that here without the tap dancing. Right. <laughs> Well Between the two of them. I'm going to apologize to him, and I don't never apologize to him, but I'm going to do it since we're on the air. I'm going to apologize and say I'm sorry. He and come you up say today, to the mic. Okay, you said today is the 23rd, so I'm going to apologize. And today is the 23rd, so you got about seven, you got eight more days in this year, but the next year, three three books of mine coming up. What, <laughs> okay. what kind of books are you reading? Motivational books, uh, um, like I told you about T.D. Jakes, mm-hmm. uh, I have a book, Mr. Affirmation. Mr. Affirmation. Shout out to Mr. Affirmation. Shout out shout to him. Out. He, he okay. Shout out. He definitely helped us along his journey. One of our mentors yes. in Atlanta. Yes. Uh-huh. Big brother. The double the impact, double the result. That came from him. Okay. Okay. In an instance, when I say that. I want to read oh, too. Oh. Um, I don't want to read three because I got other things that I'm reading, but I want to read two. <laughs> Since we got this audience out here, we're going to uh, talk about definitely reading, but it's on different levels. It's not just rereading one thing. So shout out to Coach Kendall Ficklin. Um, your core four. Yes. Your mind, your spirit, you know, the balance as part of your family, and then your finances. You have to educate yourself in all those areas every single day. Uh-huh. We can't just focus on one area and say that I'm going to read a book. No, I need to read the Bible, one. Yes. So I need to make sure that my connection with God is firm and I'm continuing to grow in him. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm going to read something that is going to help me grow and it's going to feed me as well. So I listen to... Um, Every day I listen to uh, um, on YouTube, I'll probably pull up T.D. Jakes or depending on who they send me that day, mm-hmm. I'll listen to the message that they have for me. So I feed myself with that and then I'll add a book to it. Um, but at the same time, you got to be able to have the balance with the family. And then at the same time, you got to focus on finances. So core four is what it's called. Every single day you have to be able to read and put yourself in those situations every single day. The core four. The core four. Okay. Four. Coach Kendall Ficklin, uh, G-Man. Shout out to you guys. Okay. I want to I want to add to that also. This is deep. Isn't it is it? deep. I want to yeah. add to that is when you see friends, best friends, males. Mm-hmm. I'm 42. He's 42. And normally you'll see, you know, let's go to the bar, let's have a drink, or mm-hmm. let's go out or do something. No, we're hitting the library. We're studying material. Oh wow. We're reading together. Are you and taking we, the kids with you too? Yeah, we do this all the time. So we live this life. We're I know you're saying you do it. stuff Absolutely. together because the mm-hmm. kids. How old are your children? How old are your children, Jerry? My oldest is 18. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 18 months apart. I got a, another son who's 17. And just pause a little bit. I had a little, little, little setback. I have a four-year-old. <laughs> so look at the gap. <laughs> but that's what God does. He brought my me my is, daughter. No, get, my gap is 32 and 17. Okay, well, I can give you a five. We ain't <laughs> All right, Sean. For me, uh, my oldest is 22. Okay. Uh, my oldest son is 22. I have a 14-year-old son who's a uh, starting point guard in high school. All right. And my okay. daughter is 10. She'll be 11 next month. And I'll tell you guys right now, when I said my daughter, our daughters have changed our lives. Oh, my God. Made you respect women more, doesn't it? You know, as men, we have these walls up. Yeah. Like me, I wasn't affectionate. I wasn't none of those things. So in my relationships, I wasn't mm-hmm. holding hands. I wasn't mm-hmm. being affectionate or nothing. But my daughter came in and kicked all that down. I've <laughs> <laughs> always been affectionate. I did all that stuff. But it just enhanced even more. I mean, just to look at I mean, I love all my kids the same. And my sons even teased me on it. It's a different feeling. 
with it your is. daughter. That's my princess. Yes. Yeah. I is. mean, she's only four years old. She knows not to touch a door. She knows I'm yeah. going to take her coat off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull a chair out. We teach them young, unconditionally. Absolutely. It makes a difference. Oh, unconditionally. We teach them young, and it comes unconditional. Men out there, uh, this message is for you. You have to remember that you are your daughter's first relationship. Yep. First love. You set the stage and tone for the rest mm-hmm. of her Ooh, life. I love it. Mm-hmm. Stop living your life thinking about you. Teach her how to be a woman and let her know what her value is. And if you don't, you don't know what your value is. Because God brought this into your life and your lane for a reason. Stop focusing on you and take care of those responsibilities like a man. And teach her how to be a young lady and grow into a beautiful woman. We're raising young girls to become princes so they can become queens. Yeah. But it's up to us. It's up to us. They don't know. They don't know. They see what they see out here. And if they're not getting the love, if they're not getting the, the kisses, the, the talk tos, the spinnings, I don't care. Yeah, I know about LOL dolls. I know about Shopkins and all of that. You know why? Because mm-hmm. my daughter mm-hmm. makes me play with Me too. Me too. <laughs> hey, I heard that. Okay. I, was, I was a daddy's girl, so I really can, I can attest that, yes, I was my dad's. I was my dad's awesome. queen. Yeah. I had a I had one of the best fathers in the world. I really did. Awesome. And listening to you today, I was just saying this to someone recently that what you do in front of your daughters and ladies is the same for in front of your sons. We're teaching them. We have to teach them to respect themselves yes so that they can respect others and they can demand respect there's nothing young ladies it's okay to demand respect yes and our young men i feel as if our young men don't know how to respect the young ladies and our a lot of our young ladies don't know how to respect themselves and that's huge that's huge what what are we doing about it that's part of what I've done through the years of mentoring. We talk and about it. And that's what mm-hmm. you're doing. Yes, yes we talk, you talk about, about it. about it. You yes. have to show it. Yes. You know, I see my granddaughter, her, since she moved here in July, I'm watching her take a box and play with it. You know, it's it's a boat. It's a car. It's a plane. It's this. It's her house. It's all this. And she has an imagination. Yes. Mm. And then I go around some other five-year-olds and they're like, 18 year olds Mm -hmm. you know they're they're watching things that i don't know they just product of your environment yeah they don't have the imaginations Mm -hmm. kids don't play with their within their minds as much yes and Mm -hmm. and i want to see that happening again oh that's awesome we oh that's awesome we talk about it all the time playing within their minds we have to get back to parenting yes and not being friends it's a time to be a parent and it's a time to be a friend. Yes. And I think when it and comes to, to our roles. we have to be an example to us parents. Absolutely. Yes. When we were kids, when we went to bed, adult time started. Mm-hmm. It wasn't at the same time. So yes. your kids are always watching what you're doing. Yes. So I know kids that be up late at night. They don't have a set schedule. Kids are running the home. 12 o'clock. Yes, yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, you have to be able to take control of your own home and put these kids on a schedule. Yeah. Adult time should happen after the kids are in bed. That's so through truth. your mentoring, um, have you taken, have you thought about having some events where you can help mentor the parents too? Yes. We invite them. We and invite them. They the sit thing. in on our yes. mentoring programs. We invite them. We need more parents to come out. Yes. We need them to come out. Bring, bring them out. I, I can't stress this enough. Bring them out. 
we're going to have some stuff coming up in mm-hmm. March. We're going to have some stuff coming up in the new 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 year. Bring them out. And parents also have that average mindset. They don't bring the kids out. See, and they're, I'm a, and they're yeah, stressed and they're frustrated too. So we talk to them also. You see it. I'm on the board of Wake Up. Um, and Wake Up, we actually teach um, HIV education okay. to teenagers. All right. And the it's, needed. Our, it, it's needed, especially within our community. Yes. And that's mentoring as well. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. we're opening up and we're trying to help them have a healthy life. Yes. And I'm, it's amazing how many parents do drop off instead of staying. And we we have informational sessions for the parents, too, because a lot of parents don't know. I am I've been a mother for 32 years. And I've learned recently that there were things that I that's happening in the world now that's new. That's yes. new. Yes. And I need to know. I got a 17-year-old daughter. Because everything so, changes over everything time. Changes. And people, yes. it's, it's like you get stuck in your ways. Yes. So parents. Technology. We need you. <laughs> and I know we have to wrap up here. This has been like an awesome, awesome. I want to have a part two. We in 2019. We I would that. love you to have, have a part, part two. two. Yes. I want to have a partnership for life. <laughs> hey, speak that into existence, into existence right existence. now. Absolutely. Yes. We're going to do great work together. I for can real. learn. There's <laughs> things that I can learn from both of you. We're and, doing the same thing from you. Yes. And I, I feel as if, you know, age doesn't matter. I like to surround myself by people who are 20, 30 years younger than me mm-hmm. to learn and those who are 20, 30 years older than me Absolutely. to learn. Can I because share education okay. comes from all around. Yes, it does. We talked about you all day. Did you? Yes. We looked on your page. We looked at your <laughs> brand. We were just intrigued. Yes. Well, we yeah. talked about trademark, intellectual properties. We yes. talked about a lot of yes, stuff. Yes, we did. Yeah. And we can, you have some Good, good info. Some great resources for Mm -hmm. us. Thank you. And we have some for you as well. All right. And we definitely going to need you to guest speak because women need to hear that. Absolutely. A different perspective from somebody else outside of the norm. Mm -hmm. And you have a story to tell. And somebody's just going through something and they don't know who to reach out to. And when you deliver that message, you're going to be able to impact their lives. So we would like to invite you to when we're doing something to see. I would love to. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. You're doing the work now. I'm there. You pl- yes. You've been yes, planting yes, seeds. Yes. So, can you share your mentees? <laughs> about your mentees? This can is I awesome. share about my mentees? Yes, this oh, is yeah. awesome. I had my I had my mentees on the on the program mm-hmm. two weeks ago, mm-hmm. nice. and I'll have more on the program in 2019. You got to get Martell. I've been mentoring forever. This is you awesome. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, like I t- I've shared many times on the program that Tasha came to me as a young teenager. She's a 40 year old mother of mm-hmm. six. Her and her husbands are both ministers and. They're doing it. Sashay. God's you know, word. over yeah, 10, yeah. 10, 12 years with Sashay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't She's stop. in grad school now. That's you know, the structure we was talking D, about. You know, all those years mm-hmm. ago, and you all met them. You, well, you met D, and you met Chris and Kayla um, and, and Tasha mm-hmm. two weeks ago. You're going to be meeting Sashay and Martel. Yeah, Martel's and, my guy. Yeah, and Kiera. You know, mm-hmm. so I have my love logical kids mm-hmm. that are my biological children's siblings listen to the great work you're doing so yeah. yes but i've been i've been doing this all my life my mother was a foster parent mm-hmm. and taronda and morris would be on the show in right. 2019 they were foster children in my home we want to come out when and support I was you too up. 
Absolutely. So when you're I doing something, invite it. us. Let us come I out will. and support you too. We don't I just will. speak. We don't just mentor. We hands on also. I like when you were talking about all the organizations coming together for the sole purpose of the children. Absolutely. So, Count de- me in. We're designed to serve. Count Big, me we in. Here. Big shout out to John Williams, Save Detroit, Flip 8 Detroit, Just Because We Care, Raising Leaders, Detroit Custom Inc. That's our team. And you'll meet them. And Podcast Detroit and now. Podcast Detroit, Detroit now. Peace I'm downtown <laughs> coming to you out of a shipping container. My first time in my life ever being in the shipping container. And I want to say that this is an awesome building. Um, you're going to have amazing. to come Absolutely down amazing. It's called, it's the shipping company, Detroit Shipping Company. Yeah, it's Detroit Shipping Company. We're at uh, 474 Peterborough, right at the intersection of Peterborough and Cass, um, a block away from Masonic Temple, bunch of spots down here, yeah. Come in here because you have restaurants, you mm-hmm. have music, you have art galleries, you have vendors. There's so much here within this building itself, and I'm going to take a walk around because I'm very intrigued. But definitely come down here and support. Don't just wait for something at Little Caesars Arena. Come down here. (laughs) Come down here during the week. Come down here on the weekends. Downtown Detroit has grown. I mean, we're no longer toddlers. We're actually running, and I think that we've made it to kindergarten in downtown Detroit, and we're moving our way on to elementary school, and, and eventually we're going to be in college. So. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But downtown Detroit is amazing. So those of you who are listening and you're coming to visit Detroit, because I know I have people out of Florida and Texas and different mm-hmm. places that, that – Catch me on Facebook Live and come in and watch. Please come on down here. Sean, Jerry, email is two times focus. Is that the number two, the letter two, or how are we doing this? The number two times. Yeah, yeah. No, two times. The yeah. number, the letter times. Oh, times. Yeah. And the word T-I- times. Yeah. Okay. T-I-M-E-S, focus at gmail.com. And if you guys want to reach out to us, y'all can contact us at 866-586-6333. Um, depending on what our schedule looks like, just leave some contact information. We guys, we'll contact mm-hmm. you guys, and we'll definitely be able to sit down and set up something. Um, 2019, we're going to open up a different mentoring section. Actually, we're going to be virtually mentoring. So okay. they can just okay. download an app, be able to talk to us over the phone because everybody doesn't have the ability to get out and meet us at a certain place and time because people work and they have mm-hmm. other kids as yes. well. So we want to be able to mentor from the comforts of home, too, and be able to get that message out. So 2019, we're going to open up and be doing virtual mentoring We're doing well. a virtual, but okay. we want to see face at least once a month. Once a month, definitely. Okay. We want right. to see face. And, and in closing, on the behalf of Two Times Focus, we thank you. Yes. And I just want to let everybody know to have a great holiday. You know, love one another, hug one another, and don't wait till it's a holiday to get together. Let's get together as families anyway. Let's call each other just to say hi. How you doing? I love you. It's not always about money. It's about that love and time. Amen. And we all need it. We all need, hey, how you doing? Hey, great job today. We need it. So let's just pass that on. Thank you for sharing your extended family with us. You know, Love Logical, Foster, Adopted, Blended, and Extended. It's biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. I Merry love Christmas, it. everyone. Merry Happy Christmas. New Year. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas.